Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, welcome to uh, a review of the Shawn Michaels Tribute Show, uh, starring Shawn Michaels. Uh, <laughs> this is Shawn Michaels, and I'm your host, HBK. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh um, that's funny we're funny we're funny hey, you know what this really is though alex what is it what is it it's the nxt post show for the 7th mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. march this is roadblock post show mm-hmm. not the worst show in the world but get in those super chats get in mm-hmm. those humper chats if you would mm-hmm. be so kind to support us people in the chat are saying road puns i'm not against it like driving oh, like, like car okay, it's been like vetoed. driving sorry guys Driving? No, I'm, not, no I'm, I'm trying to figure out like what, like, I'm trying to think of, like last night we stumbled into a fantastic one on the paywall, which was comic book puns, because I, I, because I said, I said, I said Jimmy Olsen, not Jimmy Uso. <laughs> and I love what I, I, really I love when we. Jay and Jimmy Olsen so bad. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> and, and. Olsen. So I'm trying to figure out what it, yeah, what it is. Um, uh, yes, I don't know. I'm not sure what it, what it would be, but uh, well, think on it, and I'll tell. We'll the good think people on it. Yeah, we, 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 we have a, yeah, yeah. I'll tell the good people to subscribe to Fightful Select while we're thinking about it, where they yeah. can go and they can find out more about Vince McMahon mm-hmm. and his tiny mustache. I yep. fell for a deep fake today. I was very disappointed in myself, but I wanted oh, it to it be real a, so bad. It was bad. such a good one, though. It was really good. And it wasn't. It wasn't like this. Like this one we, that we got fooled into last night. Like that's a bad. really. That's not bad, but it's fake. It's totally fake. Also, the one going around today uh, was fake. Um, it looks but, so real. But I want them to be real so bad that I'm. I, I don't. Ca- I don't care. I don't care. Honestly, we we can agree that any mustache on Vince McMahon is a uh, a big mistake. It's a it's a big mistake. It's a big mistake. It's a big mistake. Listen, listen, uh, Kate. I'm gonna bend over backwards to find this uh, to <laughs> to find an actual photograph. I'm sorry. I, I I'm I'm done now. I'll, 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 I'll don't be done. You can finish. You can finish introing our show that we're doing. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can watch on Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. There is more than Vince's mustache news on Select. There are far inferior stories but that's the one but mm-hmm. backstage reaction to vince mcmahon mm-hmm. stopping by last night whole bunch of stuff going on there there's like a million bonus podcasts you can find alex and i behind the paywall there too you got the list and your boy goes on there's so mm-hmm. much so much so much there so 
Yeah. Huge uh, pay-per-view cycle wrapping up or going into WrestleMania. So I'm sure it will be a busy season on the Five Plus Select. Best five bucks in the business, if you ask me. And they pay me to say that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Alex, you didn't have internet earlier, and I was like, "Oh no!" I didn't. I didn't. I woke. I I woke up without internet. I went to bed with internet. I wish I hadn't. I, I I fell asleep watching uh, the first five minutes of Funky Monkey, which we're not doing as a as a, as a review this week on, <laughs> on Get the Flick Out of Here. But we will do on a future installment somewhere down the line. It is atrocious, but I feel like we, we've done so many kids' movies recently. Like, we should just, like, otherwise it becomes like... Some of well, us had to do uh, them all Halloween, because we're uh, scaredy cats. <laughs> you're, 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 you're doing another kids movie next week, but I, I'd rather than us becoming, like, the cynical podcast that talks shit about kids movies from 20 years ago, I figured we should do something better. So this 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 week, uh, we're, go- we're gonna do the, uh, the 90s classic, absolutely insane movie called Nothing But Trouble, Starring somehow Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, and John Candy, in 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 a, in a colossal mistake, all three of them made by being in this movie. Uh, we're gonna do that on our live uh, broadcast of uh, Get the Flick Out, Get the Flick Out of Here on Friday at noon Eastern. So um, on the Know so News on, Network, on the Know News Network. So please come over there and hang out with that. It should be a lot of fun. Um, uh, yes. So now we're gonna have to do. Um, Apparently, road puns, car puns, driving puns, road Dri- sign driving puns. puns. Driving puns driving, is good. Sure. We're on a, it's a road But your block. internet outage was like our yeah. personal roadblock. And I was, was like, mm-hmm. what do Super we do car, without Alex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super car. <laughs> yes. We, uh, yeah, no, the, the, what they did was they decided to, to run a software update on, on all the, like, like, lo- like, they sent like new software into all the like Xfinity gateway devices in this area. Ah. And it was like, hey, sweet, we, we updated a whole bunch of stuff. We also turned off their ability to send out Wi-Fi signals. So that's our bad. Th- that's probably the main thing you have it for is to send out Wi-Fi signals. So we're gonna turn that back on. This Look, took I mean- like four hours to do it. I'm not Doc Mueller. I'm not an IT genius or specialist no. like he is. Mm-hmm. Like, but I will say, from my very cursory knowledge, sending out a Wi-Fi signal seems vital to the internetness. It, I would. Th- I, I you would think. I would think. Uh, Indy Cartwell. Oh, very good. Sure. Very good. Because also IndyCar, like you know, oh, the, yeah. the, the the Indy Five Hundred. So like basically, you know. The Main Street event from WJB Pringle. That's, these are all good. Thank you so much, everybody, for, for these. Uh, keep them coming because we love you. Um, so uh, we... Uh, uh, Joel Pearl says, more like at Miss Kate Fake. Am I right? I don't get Joel it. Per- I, I don't get it either. Uh, Cam Watson says, don't know a whole lot about Switzerland, but I got to say the flag is a big plus. <laughs> happy tuesday everyone I like that it's, one it's so nice um jada pringle says alex the grape kate elizabeth papa paul elizabeth is the best papa in the game meat guy alphabet guy louise and all the sgs make love not nxt so true oh because of the fake vince picks oh 
Well, if, no. it's not me with a mustache. No. It's Vince with a mustache. True. But I had Paul... one. I had a what we called a. Here it is. I still have mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Last night on Fightful Select, I tried to draw a mustache, but it looked like butt cheeks. So it was mm-hmm. a butt stash. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So you see, because Kate talked about falling for a deep fake. So Miss Kate fake. Like, Miss, not Miss Kate Fabe, oh. but Miss Kate fake. So. Got it. There Got it. Go. Sorry. We're there. moving. We're moving yeah, and shaking tonight, Alex. We're, we are. We are, too. Paul Elizabeth says, happy Tuesday to the SGS, including Team Kalex, the sisters, Alpha Bill, the Alpha Male, the Council, and, of course, Sir J.W. of Pringle. Uh, Jester Designs says, catching up on NXT using Twitter, but I wanted to send enough for you both to get something from the corner store. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Jester Designs. I appreciate it. Meet Norma says, hello, Sour Family. There's a bonus digital underground performance in Nothing But Trouble featuring Tupac. Can't get more random than that. Oh, don't give away the game. Kate hasn't ever seen the movie. No spoilers in the chat because I don't know. Like, there's anything you would tell her about the movie, she would think you were lying because that's how crazy the movie is. I saw it first when I was 12 years old and I thought I was on drugs even though I didn't know what drugs were, basically. I was very <laughs> sheltered. Um, Orion Penn says, we are all Liv Morgan at MSG tonight. <laughs> so true. All of us. I uh, I lived in New York for a great deal mm-hmm. in my 20s mm-hmm. and uh, her look was every time you get approached by a man at a bar, that mm-hmm. entire clip. It mm-hmm. was yep. Yep. hysterical. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom LaValle says, Penelope Ford XAB edition. Oh, okay. Ford expedition, XAB edition. I'll take it. Something something like that, says Tom LaValle. Um, <laughs> something like that. Uh, Showtime says, Kevin owns, not leases. Kevin owns, not leases, because that's a better financial decision yeah, it, and kevin is, owens it, is a very is. smart man it is lord kev says the equivalent and of a 20 20- reversed because he's slow to trust you would think kevin owns would lease first because he's so non-committal lately it, it's true it's true Sorry, continue. J- uh, jake says wait says apollo screed is that a car thing is it i don't know is it uh lord kev says the equivalent of a 20 car pileup dominic mysterio <laughs> oh Sabbath. All right, let's get into this thing. Tonight Montez was... Ford. <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, <laughs> listen. Um, Yo. Tonight was NXT Roadblock, Kate. And I, I don't know why, but I, I assumed there were more matches on the show. And I'm looking at this rundown, and there's like one, which I really liked. Um, uh, uh, another one which was which was pretty good, um, uh, one that was really disappointing, one that was crap, and then one that was very good, but ultimately confusing at the end. And the thing, but, so, but like, the like, match was four, amazing. The, the match was the match was really good, but like, but the the angle just feels so much like Sean cramming his whole head up his own ass and taking a big whiff like that's that to me just felt like what that was so so to me um you were like hey this is a really good show while i was falling asleep and i was like is it 
Because like I, every, well, I didn't it, say really good. Well, let's, the, let's be clear. My bar for NXT te- you, is like this is a pretty said, decent watchable show. You said not terrible. To be fair, there's a big gap. There's a there's big, a big gap between not terrible. There's and a big difference, and it wasn't terrible. Everything that happened outside of the ring was not terrible. Good. But th- there were some very high quality matches on the show tonight. Like Tony there, D there, showed there out. Were, the women's match there was were, great. Julius there were absurd. two. There were two very high quality matches on the show. There was one that was a high quality match, and then one that was ultimately incredibly disappointing, and one that was crap. So like. You know, like, I mean, it's just, it's not, when when we get one of these named NXT specials, I am always feel like, all right, there's going to be like seven or eight matches on here and they're all going to be awesome. And they didn't do that. Well, it's a little tricky. I'll just, I thought it was a lot better than a typical NXT show, but it's also a little tricky because it can't be like a, it's not like a a different intermittent one because. I um, did the wrong thing. Because it's it's on the it's on the roads to WrestleMania, as it were. I feel like so it's like you you kind of can't do what they normally do with these in between ones because it's yeah. like you still have to build to the mega payoff, which is on the other side of that, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk more about the. I, I want. I want to get into the Jailhouse Street fight. Tony D'Angelo has this been world. that dude for months. Like he was hurt. And they they brought him back slow after he was he got hurt. Um, every time he gets in the ring and gets a chance to actually have a real friggin' match, he shows out. That dude is incredibly strong, has really solid technique. Um, and every because he hides behind this weird, like uh a, a guy from, from a deleted scene of the Sopranos season four, <laughs> like because that's the gimmick. People are hesitant to be like, no, no, that dude can, that kid can go. He can work. He's strong. He's he's athletic. They, he's really good. But nobody will, nobody gives him the credit for that because they think he's a meme wrestler and he's better than that. He's also really great at playing the character, but also he he can go and that like you're gonna put him in a, in a street fight, a jailhouse street fight, with DiJack, who is no less than I believe the best work rate big man of the last 15 years like when you just say this dude's big and can't go like dijak's right up there at the top um so to me has the same thing that takeshita does where there's a lot of times where i watch a big guy and i'm like wow he can birdie king i'm like he can move for a big guy but they i both am like wow they're so big because it, it doesn't occur to me until I like see them in the ring with someone or whatever, but it's like, they don't move like big guys. They move like kind of more average size wrestlers and they happen to be really big dudes, which is makes it really, really, really fun. Um, yeah. So it, that always blows me away even more because it's like their size doesn't even hit me until then. And usually with a big dude, right? The whole thing is they're a big dude. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just, I think that's incredible. I think that's awesome. Yeah, this was uh, this was really great. I loved how they utilized um, stacks in this. Yes, because he got he got he got a nightstick to the throat to start, and just as he recovered from that and got up, he got a chair thrown at his dome, and just as he recovered from that, another thing happened. That like every time he got up and wanted to get involved, Dijak would be like, "No, you're staying down for the next five minutes." And I thought that was a really clever way of doing it because if you have a street fight, 
and what and anything's legal and one guy has an underling who's at ringside with him then it's really a two-on-one match and so you have to figure out a way to book around that and and dijack was like how about what if this what if i just keep hitting him with really devastating stuff and he has to be unconscious for three minutes at a, at a clip and then he gets back up and i'll hit him with something else and honestly, every time everything that he got hit with was so devastating, it felt like he wasn't napping. It felt like he was a- actually incapable of of standing for that time. It felt like when you're in the ocean and a wave comes and knocks you down, and then you recover and another wave comes and knocks mm. you down. I actually wish more interference spots would be done like this, or Matt like a Jericho match happening like this would be really yeah. fun. Of like all these yeah. lackeys coming out, and this is how they. They don't get run off and they're not mm-hmm. there totally. They just get beat down and then there's a reprieve and then beat down again and there's a re- reprieve. Really, really liked this opening match. Tony D'Angelo showed out. Dijak is incredible. I'm. This is the perpetual problem with NXT. And in some ways it was a little bit of one at, at like the end of black and gold era and from then on has been an issue basically since they were like carrying cross is the guy who's going to run through everyone to me there's been like this thing of okay i know what johnny gargano is doing back down in nxt mm-hmm. i don't know what dijak's doing back in nxt and i don't know what apollo cruz is doing back in nxt mm-hmm. like that makes me a little nervous because those guys it's, it's certainly not that they're not main roster athletes and mm-hmm. performers uh so why Dijak is doing that? I love seeing this from him, but like also feel like he should be a heavy on the main roster or doing something up there. Like it, it's a little tricky because I don't know if he goes near a title picture really, but I loved what we saw tonight. This was super fun. It was really like hard hitting and violent without being like gimmicky, hard hitting and right. violent, which was really, really fun. And I liked that it opened the show. That was a fun. Right. That was a fun way to go about it. Um. Uh. Yes. I. I thought this was really, really great. Um. There were times where I was just like, "Damn!" I, I. I always forget how strong Tony D'Angelo is. Like he just he just deadlift and then slam the guy down for a German without actually like he just like picked him up from behind with a waist lock and then like turned a quarter turn this way and just threw him. Just Dijak's a big, big dude. And he's chucking him around like he weighs 200 pounds. Um, I, style I, almost feels like strong style a little bit. Like, does. I was like, did this guy, was he in New Japan at some point? Like, it, it's, On, here, here's the here's the crazy thing about uh, um, uh, Tony D'Angelo. The guy that I would honestly describe him as if he put on like over the course of the next 10 years of his career if he just like just started just like getting bigger and bigger and by then he was like 280 and he was moving around like big he's big barrel chest he's got these big arms that dude's scott norton that's who he is like he's just he just picks guys up puts them down and he's he's got this really he, he feels very wide in the chest he's obviously much smaller but the way that no, he, but his he you're has, right, yeah, he's he his has chest this, is like a this, football field, like it's like, broad like he, and yeah, like it's, he just when he just comes at you, he's just he just does things just b- bounce off of him, and he just like it's it's he's obviously too small for that. But if you like, if Scott Norton was two hundred and forty pounds and was like a work like like could work a little faster, like like honestly, that's what it felt like to him. Um, no, I can I can see that. I think that's a really good pull. 
that that um that matches that, up that that, that, that was up. what i that, that was what i was trying to like who is the guy that it looked like when he just like deadlift waist locked the dude and did like that was great <laughs> it is it yeah. is it's um i don't know um, i i have an appreciation for it because it's all the it's all the fun wreck it ralph stuff that mm. i like from a braun Strowman type but with professional wrestling behind it which means i like it like yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit it's a little bit better yeah uh so <clears throat> the the end uh goes that um uh <laughs> he was he was going to be able to lock the the, the cage with Dijak in it, but if Dijak had a hostage, because he had he had brought <laughs> stacks in there with him, and for whatever reason, now the most important person in the entire world to Tony D'Angelo is stacks, and he will not betray this this young man's trust. And so he wouldn't lock it stacks in there with Dijak, even though Dijak would lose the match, and then you just like unlock the thing because the match is over. And like I don't know what Dijak could do to him in the four and a half seconds between latch gets closed latch gets up open the door come on out now mr dijack you lost the match like i don't know what but whatever um i i appreciated that he was too good of a guy to lock his underling in the in the uh, his henchman in the in the in the cage with dijack but then that allows dijack to get the upper hand um hits him with with the uh with his with his he's your eyes and drags him into the cage and then tries to shut the door, but um, Stax flings his body <laughs> and takes his, like, shuts the shuts the door on his rib cage, and then he takes a feast your eyes, and then uh, Dijak gets hit with the world's most rubberized uh, uh, crowbar uh, several <laughs> times in the head, shoulders, and face. Um, and and so, so Tony D wins, um, and while I'm surprised by this, I think it is the right call. I, I think that, um, that Tony D can, should be moving up, especially, especially if you're going to probably lose Braun Breaker. Yes. At, at wrestle, so. at, 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 like you gotta, like if Melo's going to take over and be the guy, you got to move guys up the card. Now, Dijak could also move up the card, but like, I, I also feel like, He's he's there not for a few months. He's not doing a Dolph Ziggler. He's doing yeah. He'll be he's there. He's gonna for be year there so, for yeah. a year, a year, or if he likes it, longer. So like this, which is his first real like, like he lost to Wesley, um, but because Tony D got involved or whatever, uh, and he lost this match, basically losing the feud to Tony D, but he'll move into something else they'll they'll figure out something for else for him to do it's not going to be like okay well that's it goodbye you're, you're like there's other things you can do with dijack there's also uh like there's ways to lose and it not bury you and this kind of felt like one of those because it like oh i got kind of outwitted and that's how it ended a little bit that right. that feels a little more that's a good way of being protected without being obnoxiously protected. And because Dijak is so imposing and moves the way he does, it almost, not that it doesn't matter if he loses. I mean, it doesn't matter if anybody loses in this world, but uh, like he, he's not full Teflon, like an orange Cassidy, but he's uh, there. There's a lot of leadway before you start to be like, I don't believe that guy can kick someone's ass because he's taken right. X losses. 
um, because he's just imposing enough. It always feels that way. Right. Yeah. Jake Salazar says hockey's Tony D'Angelo used his stick to hit somebody in the balls and the entire Tampa Bay lightning jumped him bloodline style. I feel like that's fitting for Tony D's match tonight. <clears throat> yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. It is um, funny that like Tony D and hook were just meme wrestlers and they both turned out to be like really good. Like, ab- like absurdly good. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I mean, we, I skipped over Tiffany's epiphanies. She, she, she uh, introduced the, the show. Yes, she's she very, did. Very, she's very, very good. Uh, I don't know if it was her or who it was in creative, but whoever came up with Toodles is like deserves a raise. Like, give them more money in their paycheck. Uh, because that's it's give so them, perfect for her. It's, give them a so cut good. of whatever Toodles T-shirt she should be selling, because mm-hmm. there could even be like a wrap around the back design where it says Toodles on the back, like. That mm. is, she has, and I don't even like characters like this, but she does a really good job with it. Like yeah, really the does. Valley Girl kind of thing is not for me, despite my uncanny impression of it. Um, but she has sold me on it and she's found a way to make it work in a wrestling ring. That feels mm. like the biggest challenge in NXT. And I feel like it should be the least challenge. Like right. they should be giving you things that make it yeah. easy in developmental to get them in a ring. But they don't, and she has has just been fantastic, just fantastic, um, and she's been unbelievably uh, marked improvement in the ring. Like it's been yeah. awesome to see. So that was that was fun. I'm here for yeah. Tiffany's epiphanies, and I'm here for Toodles. Yeah, not just because I get um, to say it. No, because it is it is genuinely very good. Um, <clears throat> so, um, <clears throat> um. Roxy got interviewed backstage, said, you know, her heart's all a flutter. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say about this. I, the Matt, the, 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 the interview, I, I'm pretty sure, but honestly, it might not have. I'm pretty sure the interview skipped back to the beginning of the interview and I watched it twice on my, on my feed, on my cable. <laughs> um, because if not, she said, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, I'm anxious. And like I got butterflies in my stomach. Otherwise, she said that line twice, and I feel like that's probably not what happened. So, um, yeah, fine. Um, it, it didn't really add anything to it, but all right, we're good. Um, to me, yeah, that was just kind of a wave, like a hey reminder. Yeah. This is what's what's coming yeah. up later. Yeah, I, I yeah. Um, so Briggs shows up at Kiana's office and comments on the giant. Uh, vase of flowers. Um, and uh, she takes the card out of it. It's like, because oh, wow, hey man, all oh, oh, Briggs, but he really must, uh, really must care about you. Look at all this giant flowers that got you. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, totally. And she takes the card and puts it under, and they keep on focusing on the card being put like in the pages of her planner. And as soon as she grabs it, um, uh, double vest eyes go wide and like so he like you're not su- you're not supposed to put two and two together yet a you're a big dumb moron and b the whole thing doesn't work if you immediately know that she's getting flowers from another guy like you have to figure that out by the end of the episode but if it happens right now 
you should be if you're on to her from the beginning then everything that you say for the rest of the scene doesn't make sense so for whatever reason you've got to like that's got to pass you by and again this would be great if you had an acting coach in every filming of every scene who could be like that that's not going to work we'll figure it out from here but that we'll do another take that's not going to work because it doesn't because now he's on to her but still has a regular conversation with her about how much beach loves her and I feel like he's not that he's not that duplicitous to be like, I know you're up to something, but I'm going to fake like I don't know you're up to something. And it's not, it's not who he is. Uh, all of this soap opera bullshit <laughs> between all these characters just goes to show that they're not talented enough actors to be doing this kind of stuff. Just ha like I think Kiana James has proven she's really good in the ring and getting better and better. Like, as much as I like to clown them, Double Vest and the Beach are a perfectly serviceable redneck tag team. Like, they're just that's what they are. That's a fine little gimmick for them. Like, but every time you say, hey, let's make them in like into like they're starring in this weird sitcom. It only sh it shows all of the cracks that they have in 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 there as they as they are as performers. That's fine. Not everybody's got to be like capable of doing Shakespeare out there. But every time you show us that they're not yet, it it makes me go too bad. You know, I don't know. It's a weird. Well, it it was kind of handcuffed from the beginning of what you said because he's definitely the smarter of the two right right but like for him to piece it together and then to not deliver it it did feel stilted it also mm. just feels like uh the this was happening around christmas with the bar stuff right because it yeah. felt very like christmas hallmark movie and we're yeah. still still here with the romance angle part of it just uh, um it doesn't feel like they I don't know, because I, I, they pivoted the story, which is a good thing, but it doesn't feel like they built out the feud or something. It, it just isn't, um, it didn't enhance the level of investment. It kind of went sideways. And then on top of that, they're the Women's Tag Team Champions, and this is obviously going to be the Women's Tag Team Championships getting used to... Break them up again. Oh, split a team up, thank you. Yeah, great, <laughs> like good. Uh, I... I was almost charmed in the beginning of like it was cheesy but i can sign up for cheesy under the right circumstances i was out on the beginning of the story when they made kiana james dumb because she put <laughs> right. the deed up for no reason mm -hmm. and then um this whole thing has just been not very good but mm -hmm. i just i'm so sick of women's tag team titles being caught up in the same playbook over and over and the it's it's also compounded by the fact that that's what they do on the main roster too like, I really think Shayna and Ronda are going to win the titles and then split, like, not yeah. as long after. <laughs> I don't know. It's bad. It's like, I don't know. Uh, the Later, um, she says she'll call Beach, and she, uh, later we see, um, it's true. Sometimes it's, it's just so fun. Like, they have, like, hello, Beach? <laughs> just like... <laughs> Sometimes huh? our nicknames sneak back in and it makes me giggle. Yeah, is that so she says she's Hello, gonna call Beach. And um and so late so you say, Hey, uh, I want to talk to Kiana for you. Man, all oh, those those flowers you got for like you're not allowed to pop out your eyes at her removing the card and putting it in her planner. 
uh, meaning you're already on to her. If in scene two, you come in and be like, man, those flowers you got for are pretty great, huh? Um, because then you, that means you weren't on to her from the beginning. Like, anyway. I think it was because of what we got later. I think it was supposed to be a, like, almost a test balloon of, like, yeah. He's supposed to be like, no, I didn't get her flowers but or then, whatever. But then Beach goes, I don't care what's on her desk. What did she have to say? Correct. And like, like when your original thing, your the, your answer would absolutely be, wait, like I didn't get her flowers. Like you would, you would, you wouldn't go. I don't care what's on her desk. You'd go. I didn't get her flowers. It's just also a weird thing to say. I don't care what's on her desk. It's just such a weird... This whole fucking story is so bad. Uh, but, like, um, Fallon, after Beege walks away to talk to, 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 to the porn accountant on the phone, uh, Fallon's like, horse girl's like, hey, like, obviously, she's cheating on him. They haven't seen... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Each other since Valentine's Day. It's March 7th. <laughs> I don't know how, like, how, like, how is she? How, I can't how is she, it's a week between. <laughs> she, like, they haven't, they, she's cheating on him, but they haven't seen each other since Valentine's Day. So like they're not like they're like oh like oh she she's going out with a, on a date with Beach three times a week and in between she's carrying on this illicit love affair like, like I mean he they haven't actually spoken because Beach is too scared to call her for three weeks. What is this storyline and why is it on the television? Not gonna lie, if a dude just didn't call me for three weeks, I would assume our relationship was over because I think he's definitely like I don't know if it constitutes his cheating if a guy just doesn't call you for three weeks. Especially after like two dates, right? They were barely together. 
<laughs> you just started dating somebody new because the last guy stopped calling. Just stopped calling you after the like two dates you went on. Um, Dude sidelined himself. He did sideline himself. Oh, that's a riot. That's so funny. Yeah, not great. <laughs> what the fire truck are we doing, man? What the fire truck are we doing? Jambeard says hashtag beach prawn. I believe, yeah, I get you. Um, uh, so that that was one thing we get um, uh, that's ridiculous o- over the entire thing. Then we get um, uh, Gallus coming out and like, hey, we just want to chat. Come on down to the ring, boys. We just want to talk to you. And then um, it's like, Hello, we're pretty deadly. We're up here in the raven's nest. Wouldn't you like for us to come down and talk to you, but we don't want to talk to you? Hey, come down here. Like, that's basically this whole thing. And I was like, this is this is fine. Um, I kind of said to John Lennon-y. I know I did. I, I know. <laughs> uh, it did. I respect uh, it. I don't, know, I don't know why I've decided that, because they're not. Uh, but I don't know why I've decided that Kit and Elton are, are Liverpoolians, but they totally are. Oh, look at us. We're not going to come down and talk to you. We don't want to talk. Because <laughs> um. <laughs> they're cheeky. I kind of like yeah. it. I'm in. Yeah. Um, Let's yeah. be real. Nathan Fraser doesn't actually sound like British me. season. Scottish season. British season. <laughs> Scottish season. <laughs> Scottish season. There you go. Um yeah, I have weird. this. I'm so sorry, guys. I feel like I let you down when my bangs aren't good, and I have this one. Oh no, 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 this? no! Because because yeah, I, I understand, but like one listen, errant bang. Listen, we we got we got a we, t t o x two o, uh t o two x o says, uh, Kate, here's a super chat. I owe you from earlier, and your bangs look great as always. Oh, thank you. That was um that was all a setup, because, mm-hmm. um. My friend and a, a very talented wrestler named LSG tweeted something about wanting to be tested, and I quote tweeted it and said, I don't want to be tested. Give me compliments and money for no reason. <laughs> and that's how I feel. So sending compliments and just donations with no chat because I want money for no reason and I want compliments. And then I don't need to be Plus- tested. Life is hard enough. I'm not like test me. Mm, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Matthew Plus responds, T-O-X-T-O-2-X-O, shooting his shot. Got no chance, nerd. Says Matthew Plus. He's got better one than Matty Plus. Matty Plus wishes. <laughs> Matthew Plus also says, met a really nice woman who brings me joy. We make our hearts flutter every time we're together, which makes me realize that none of you poor SGS saps will ever experience the bliss of being held lovingly. Get outside. Stop watching these two peons. He said as he sent money to us. He That's just not true because Matthew Plus doesn't have a heart. Uh, I just thought of a really fun impression yeah. song thing that we could do. Mm, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna DM Luis. Okay. Because okay. I'm not okay. paying. No, why would you? That's a terrible <laughs> idea. Um uh, okay. Um Uh, so anyway, yeah, so then the Pretty Deadly comes down, and, uh, they're, they're, we're, we're gonna lay our tag titles on the, on the, on the, on the ring, uh, in the ring, and you come down and get them. Oh, just kidding, we're actually gonna beat you up. (laughs) Ha ha ha, gotcha! Oh, 
That was yeah, you got him. I'm so proud of what I just damned Luis as far as the right. song for later. Like so proud. Um, uh that actually wasn't the worst. I've seen worst like baiting into yeah. a beatdown, but also just yeah. like I don't if I was a wrestler, I would just assume everybody was gonna try and beat my ass all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. Ryan Ben, so so it was Matthew Plus talking to Liv. I uh, yeah, I get you. There you go. Um, so uh, yeah, so we're gonna get Pretty Deadly versus the Gallus Boys at some point. Um, which means I get to do um, which means I get to do my um, my uh, my more of my impressions of the Gallus Boys and uh, your, um... the scat, yeah. Like you, if you if you mute something during a squabble, mm -hmm. the closed caption will say generic noise. Mm -hmm. That's Scottish generic yeah. noise. Yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go. Uh, Lyra Valkyria, the ha hashtag Bird Lady. Um, <laughs> and we got a vignette for her. I don't know what to say about it. Gallus versus Pretty Deadly is next week. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, UK, UK, next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bird Lady's really good in the ring. Um, Shrek, John Lennon, next. <laughs> um, yeah. On the main uh, roster, they're doing Ireland versus Scotland, probably. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, Bird Lady, not really a Bird Lady, too. Uh, but. She she was really really good in her in ring debut, so I'm yeah, I'm very excited to see what's what's to come. What's to come is a feud with Stevie Turner, because she talks about how she was picked in a randomizer for Stevie Turner to be like, listen, Stevie Turner, <laughs> you listen to me, girl with your fancy randomizer, Stevie Turner, and your mm -hmm. fingerless gloves, and you're like, it's kind of a voice, but it's a girl's name. Twitch gal with her fancy mm -hmm. randomizer technology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got you got puns. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. You got mm -hmm. impressions. Nah. -uh. All right. Mm -hmm. So you back off. You stay in your lane. You debut as a wrestler, and then you you get out of my territory. This is the old days. This is the territories. Podcasting is our territory. Go back to mid south, Stevie. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> good. Every time she's on, that's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, They're cool lighting. There was yeah. a Dragonoff. There was a Dragonoff promo thing. Mm -hmm. um, he's great. Um, more matches with with JD McDonuts. Yeah, those are great in the ring. I'll take them. They'll be, they'll be great. It does like it was like all right. Well. We 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 can't have Dragonov uh, messing up the titles program right now. Correct. So uh, let's just keep him busy with JD McDonuts for for six weeks. All right, but eventually, if he's on your roster, same thing with Tyler Bate. You're gonna you you you're gonna have to start putting him in, in title matches. So yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. you're gonna be so mad at me, but I really like Tyler Bate and James's little segment today. I thought it was really funny when he no called her. Hale? With the ale, sorry, yeah. yeah. When he called her a big strong girl, I laughed out loud. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a giant waste of his talents. Uh, JD Pringle says, Stevie is no streamer. Like she 30... has no prawn bots. 
She has no prom bots. She's mm-hmm. got no dual vests. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak to whether or not she has beach because that's personal. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it, listen, it's 30 I know seconds she doesn't have a Louise. No. Good luck. Uh, um, uh, they, they are absolutely going to start calling him Master Bait. Um, anything to do to make him seem not serious so that we don't have to, like, see him as the NXT champion, which is his fucking birthright. Um, like, it is... <laughs> like he that guy's so damn good and um and it's it's they're just gonna keep him away from anything uh, serious for a while because if it you was know. his birthright his last name would be Rhodes, not bait true true no but i think yeah. we're gonna get tyler bait versus duke cutson yes we are the small little side thing of her him being like you're a you're a big strong girl and her mm-hmm, being like mm-hmm. i am a big strong girl kind of got me i liked that mm-hmm. It was short. It was sweet. It was out of here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Lee is at ringside. He is at ringside. Yeehaw. Mm-hmm. Good for him being there. Now let's see what they do with him. Well, I'm not excited about that part, but I'm glad he... That, like, I like it when wrestlers like, are employed. <laughs> here, I like it when wrestlers are employed, too. I do. I do like it when wrestlers are employed. But, like, okay? to your point, their track record with Hispanic wrestlers particularly luchadors is not great of recent years like let's think of guys around that size currently in nxt that he would have to leapfrog to get like like basically like i know like he's he's a whatever around that size dragonov jd mcdonuts wesley Tyler Bate, Nathan Frazier, Axiom. That's just to name the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Like, he's like he's great. He's probably, he might be better than all of those guys. But he's going to get lost in the shuffle, as evidenced by the fact he's been signed there for I don't know how many weeks. And they're finally like, hey, here he is sitting in the crowd. Like, they could have debuted him with a big, awesome match against somebody. But they they didn't do that. They wanted to do him with with standing there, which I guess is like the tradition that they used to do. But that hasn't been tradition in forever. Carl no, Fredericks I... can't. Carl Fredericks can't get off the damn level up. <laughs> I think him being in the crowd tonight was supposed to be a swerve for people thinking Shawn Michaels was going to send Dragon Lee out against Grayson Waller, and that it ended up being Gargano. Uh, but I mean. If they, when somebody signs, and I feel like they should do this with Jay White if he's coming to the main roster, you can make them feel like a big deal immediately, even if they're going to lose by putting them in like a title picture. And I think Dragon Lee versus Wesley for the Superior Lee is a match that would be fantastic. So in that case, I don't mind a hot shot if it's like, hey, this guy's coming in. He's incredible. It's a one-off. It's not at a pay-per-view. Like, that's not your stand-and-deliver program. Uh, I don't know where he goes immediately, but I feel like him versus Wesley as kind of like an introductory quick thing. He'll probably be in whatever. They're going to do a cluster F ladder mesh, probably, right? So he'll probably be in that. Yeah. I don't know. This every every time anybody brings up Jay White signing with WWE, it just makes me sad. Well, we don't know that he did either. No, I know, but like the the thought of him being 
handcuffed in, in WWE. The thought of him being in matches that just that have absolutely horrendous shitty booked finishes over and over again roll up distraction dq like just let the fucking man work <laughs> sorry i don't know why no you're not so <laughs> i'm not sorry i'm definitely not sorry baby i'm um, sorry i'm not um, sorry uh <clears throat> so uh here we go um it's really brian uh uh says um Leaving the PC now. Survived the parking lot. Magis were great. Didn't have to listen to Booker's champagne wishes. And the pop for Gargano was insane. That ending sucked all the air out of the room, though. Tried to plug sour graps during Waller's IG Live. You're so cute. Oh, my gosh. Grayson Waller has me blocked on Twitter because um, there, was a picture he, there was a picture he posted where his pants were flesh-colored. And I said, why aren't you wearing pants? So I, I was, it was a question. I was, why aren't you wearing pants? And he blocked me. He did. And you know yeah. what? Braun Strowman's not my favorite dude in the world, but we talked about his red pants for weeks, we, and we he did. didn't block did. us. Nope, it's true. So God bless him. God, Grayson Waller got some 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 thin skin. Um, uh, Braun Breaker and the Creeds wore matching singlets. They did uh, wear matching singlets. I popped and, for that. And they beat Indu Share. Um, this was, this was, this was a, this was a good, good to very good match that never really got off the floor for me. Like, like, like I know, I know, I know those guys in, uh, dressed in blue singlets can, can crank it up, but I feel like there was like, okay, well, gender sucks. So we're going to figure out a way to make him not look awful by like just slowing everything down. And, and it felt choppy. Like, 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 okay, we're going to do something. No, we got to, we got to hold it. We're going to run it back a little bit. Oh, we're going to do something. And <laughs> I like the finish, but this was kind of, the finish was great. I want your, your John Cena, us title open challenge, raw booking. I want Julius Creed to be the guy that comes and takes it. This guy is ridiculous, man. So and he good, would be—he'd be a perfect he, U.S. champion guy. Like he busted out a four fifty off the top, like it was absolutely nothing. And dudes that size don't do that. No, and he could turn around and be like, "Oh, I'll just like suplex Veer or whatever." Like, like mm. it's it's so impressive, and I feel bad because I don't. It's not like Brutus is bad. He's he's really good, actually. But Julius is just, yeah. I mean, he's, like he's the, like the he could be the next like guy, guy. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I've, I've I've said it. Like that guy's that the the closest thing that I I look at him and the way that he moves in the ring and how fast he's picking things up and how strong and athletic he is. The only thing I have to compare it to, and it's not he's not quite this, but the only thing I have it to compare it to at this point in his career is 2002 Brock Lesnar. That's the only thing I have it to compa compare it to, is this dude just shows up and it's like herking people all over the ring and then like busting out a shooting star press. Like, no, I don't think that that's a thing you should be able to do. That's not allowed. You can pick one. And I'm he's like, no, I'm going to do both. In like extremely well, like he is so crisp and explosive with his movements, it's nuts. Like he is, 
that's probably why I was feeling more like very good. Great is I'm just mm-hmm. so impressed and blown away by him. It did feel like this didn't like get going. I love that they all wore singlets, and I do feel like there's the whole idea that styles make matchups, and I feel like that's often true. I think in some cases like this, it can cause like stilted chemistry a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what happens here. I, I do feel like with gender specifically, they were kind of compensating. But overall, I think it was just like, how do we merge these styles a little bit and not make either one side look really weak or the other side look compromised? That's not always right. easy to do in a, a thrown together match. So didn't get going to the gear that I was hoping it would, but I just feel like I was kind of like, let the let the creeds cook a little bit longer. They're young. They've got time. But I'm kind of at the point where it's like, you're doing yourself a disservice now if you don't at least call up Julius. And I'm, I'm not saying don't go up as a tag team because I think Brutus is really good and they could do some great work. But Julius has got that extra. If, if Otis, Otis joins the Masterman Male Models becomes Otis. Gable has an academy without any alphas in it. Like if you just replace Otis with with the Creed Bros, that's a trip. That, that's a triumvirate right there. Like and like they they could be a lot of fun doing really cool. Like I wish that 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 threesome right there makes me wish that d- WWE had a actual trios division because I would want to see those three guys wrestling six, like. Like a six-man tag. I think that'd be so good. It at least makes me wish that they could... It's that thing, but once you show... I guess Vince isn't isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. But like once you've gone funny, you can never really recover. And mm-hmm. I'm worried that's what happened with Gable. But I think a lot of people are almost in the camp of now after what he's right. done with this run of like, you gotta give this yeah. guy <laughs> a, a real yeah. deal push because he's incredible. Um... <laughs> Uh, so a couple, a couple ideas. Jester Design says, "Would love for Kurt to pop down NXT and manage Team Angle 2.0 with Braun and the Creeds." Don't um, hate that. Uh, and and Luis says Gable recruits everyone in Diamond Mine, Roddy Strong included. I think the Roddy Strong thing has sailed. I think that they will not let him go for whatever reason, but he ain't working in NXT no more, and they ain't got anything for him on the main roster. They're just waiting for that contract to wind down long enough they can buy him out and then he's gone especially that roh is now a thing like roddy strong that, that showing thing. up in roh like that would that would probably he uh he, Alex, just, he wrestles just, in pink socks we learned when he was in ROH. yeah but the pink socks are hidden by his shitty little boots that's right according yeah. to cm punk's live journal mm-hmm. yeah which is bible my yeah. world oh yeah um Body Strong is known as Mr. ROH, so yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably the best way to do it. Um, so, uh, then like, let him go, you know what? I, especially it, if it's gonna be him. an ROH play, like, just, just let him go, just let him go. His wife's yeah. over there, like, let him go, just let him, just let him go. Um, so, uh, Grayson Waller effect with Shawn Michaels, um. Between four turns, know. I'm gonna start calling it. I, I I I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just so tired of Sean. <laughs> I can't think of a single Sean I'm not just tired of. Oh, me too. To the Sean, all, no. Everyone named Sean is just the worst. <sighs> um, 
I this this was fine. Sean like 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 was actually bringing this wasn't up, bad. No, this was this was a fine little segment. It was okay. It just like it, I guess I feel like I I feel like I called like as soon as they were like Grayson Waller was like uh, was it what was it was that Vengeance Day where he just like came in and was yelling at Shawn Michaels and I was like oh so Sean's gonna get Johnny Gargano to come down and do a one off match with Grayson Waller and that shit was like a month ago so. I, I Not guess everyone I, has I, psychic I, powers, Alex. I wasn't surprised by it. And I felt like a lot of people weren't surprised by it. So it, it felt like the 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 whole thing of like, oh, like Grayson Waller wants Sean to come out of retirement. And Sean's like, everyone wants me to come out of retirement. But I won't do it. Not for one penny less than the $75 million that the Saudi paid me to team with Triple H versus uh, Undertaker and Kane. Because that was the worst match in the history of wrestling, and I took the money, but I won't take the money from you, Grayson Waller. Um, that was, uh, I, I don't mean to be offensive or call you out, but that's not what he said in the promo. That was not like a verbatim. No, 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 reading no, of, of no, but but if you read between the lines, that's what he was. <laughs> the subtext was he- heavily hinted at. Um, no, I, uh, yeah, so. So what was um, good though? Yes. To me, was Grace Waller said he's a star, and Shawn Michaels kind of said, "But but you lost," and I was like, "See, you you know that wins and losses are supposed to matter. You just told me you admitted it. You admitted right, it on yeah. air, Jonathan." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now nah, we'll save Jonathan for our Sean. But um, and what tipped it for me? I I figured it was gonna be gargano i was nervous it was gonna be hbk uh but when he said like this brand was built on the backs of and then started naming people i was like oh gargano's the guy right Mm -hmm. so but that i i liked because it was it called waller out on his bs i just wish it, it feels almost like how austin theory was yesterday where i'm like and how austin theory has felt for me in in a lot of this reign is like and logan paul yesterday I'm a star. Okay. What have you accomplished? Well, I beat somebody in a mixed tag match like six months like, ago or whatever. Like, like you can't just say that and not back it up. Grayson Waller at least is like, I get eyes on the product because I go viral and whatever. But it's like... No, no one can say I'm not the best on the mic in the ring. Yes, I can say that you're not either of those things. You lay off my pipe bomb, Grayson Waller. That's what he did. He totally he, he dropped he dropped that out of there. So, and he went with the like you became Vince McMahon. You're the authority thing. Um, yeah, it, which is it's just funny. Like, hey, Sean, remember how they kept you down uh, in, in back in the '90s? And Sean's like, yeah, they did. Hey, you know what else happened in the '90s? I wonder if I could <laughs> figure out a way to change the ending of the show. Um. Uh, so, or you know what else happened in the 90s? Yeah. They double-crossed Bret Hart in real mm-hmm. life to not it hold was, you back. It was so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> so funny that Grayson Waller pretended to be a Bret guy to get heat. I know. I was thinking that too during this. Oh, 10-year-old Grayson Waller would have been over the moon to be out here, but not anymore. No, I'm not a Sean guy. I'm a Brett guy, aye? And I'm like, a... 
See, the thing with Grayson Waller is I assumed it was going to be Gargano. The only other person I thought might show up for Santa Deliver was this. Right. It's true. That is that is Grayson Waller's nemesis from back in the indie day, from, from the indie days. Kangaroid. Um, yeah, he, he was he, an indie guy. He, he brought up the Triple H heart attack. It's true. Um, so I guess that's that's interesting that they mentioned that. But the only the only reason that you're in charge is because your best mate had a heart attack. Here's the thing with that though, is that that guy runs the entire company now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does he? Does he? Or does this guy? I mean, this is an artist's rendition of what that guy might look like with a mustache, but um, um, what's, yeah. what's more fake? Triple H is in charge of creative or that mustache? Because that mustache looks pretty real, so that's not even like that big of a thing. Mm -mm. That looks really good mm -hmm. for a fake. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, Mike Strikes Back says, why was Gargano away from NXT for so long? He was Johnny resting. Ah, uh, that's good. I like that's it. Good. That's good. Um, so yeah, he says, uh, you're not going to face me at stand and deliver, but you will face this man. And out comes Johnny Gargano. And, uh, I thought it was nice sporting of, of them to have Johnny Gargano, uh, pick up a victory over Finn Balor, uh, via edge interference and then have edge, Say that Johnny Wrestling was a, was a pile of shit who never would have beaten Finn Balor on his own, and then they sent him back down to NXT for, to work an angle through through April. So like Johnny Gargano wasn't getting a Mania match, people just wasn't going to happen. Not in the cards. So he gets to have like a hero's welcome doing a, a thing in NXT. That's fine. Um, like the the angle, I always hated the angle of. Um, Grayson Waller beats the hell out of uh, uh, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano with a chair as Johnny Gargano was retiring from NXT or like leaving um, because we knew he they, they couldn't capitalize on it. You can't actually make money off of it. You can't do the story of Jardy Gargano coming back to NXT. Not Jardy. Definitely like, not they, they, like they, they weren't going to do it. So um, now that they're doing it, that's good. That it's a good thing. Uh, um, now, uh, Jake Salazar says Waller are going to beat Johnny. I hope we know this. Um, I think I think that's true. I I do think I think that I don't think it's a hundred percent because of how they treat all these guys who run their mouths about everything. They just lose and then they say they didn't and they move on. Like Waller is one in three in 2023 and says he's the best thing in NXT. And the thing is that like, that's just the thing. He'll be one in four and say it again. And eventually they'll just think we're browbeaten into accepting it. I think Waller will win. And I don't think it's a bad idea just because of the way I feel. It feels like the way Johnny Gargano works is I don't, I don't think Gargano's sticking around there. So no. lose. No skin off Gargano's butt, and yeah. uh, if it, it does help, it does help Grayson Waller because my biggest issue with that spot was the retirement spot, the Gargano yeah. goes away spots. It um, was not only did they not were they unable to capitalize it on an in ring way, Grayson Waller just started like losing 
after that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, he could have been a made guy if you followed it up with some wins because he just took out Johnny freaking Gargano in NXT. <laughs> like, right. kind of the house that Johnny built in, in certain ways. Uh, I'm wondering if they're waiting on Ciampa or something because they, the way is only half a thing and seems to be more about Nikki Cross and Candice right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far away Ciampa is, but it there's a very, very, very fun thing with the assuming Kevin Owens and Sammy come out on top, which is a maybe. Um, the both sides. Assuming being, they ever actually form a tag team. Assuming they ever form a tag team and win those titles. But like the two guys in, on tag teams that have both had like sorted histories with yeah. each other and mended mm-hmm. fences multiple times. Like there's some really, really fun work they could do if Ciampa was healthy and ready for that. And it would give Gargano something mm-hmm. of importance to do without yeah. it. They don't want him near the top of the card for some reason. Like this, here's here's part of it. Like, um, I think Gargano wins because NXT's integrity is oh, at I stake. Like, that. like, that's the story. Is that like, like basically, Grayson Waller says, "I'm I don't belong here. I'm better than this place. I hate it here. This place sucks. I want to leave. I want to beat the hell out of HBK because I hate him." And HBK says, "To defend my honor and the honor of this place, I shall bring back the greatest NXT superstar of all time, Johnny Gargano." You can't, if that's the story, have Johnny Gargano just lose the match. Like it's got, there's got to be something else there, in, like added to it. But also, if you had said um, after they did that whole thing with with Johnny Gargano, and the next major program they had for for Grayson Waller was AJ Styles, and AJ Styles came to NXT, oh and they just God, had AJ yeah. Styles beat Waller clean and then Waller ran away from LA Knight. Like they have no compunction about making Grayson Waller look like a piece of shit, chicken shit, like who who does not like they they make him look bad. They humiliate him in some of his losses. Like That's so they have no the- they have no compunction about doing that. So they might as well do it again. The chicken shit thing is supposed to be used because then the heel does something sneaky to win. The chicken shit heel isn't like you run away and then you just lose. It's like you run away and you get crafty and you're you're cowardice, but then you sneak wins or whatever. Like that's not how that's supposed to go. Yeah. Uh Jay Pringle says he needs to be careful. HBK is gonna block him on the tweets for that Brett talk. It's true. By He's first very, name only. Also, Shawn Michaels has me. Uh, blocked uh did not at all uh mention him in the tweet just put a picture of him uh looking looking haggard next to a picture of trevor from gta5 i didn't tag him didn't do anything and somebody must have snitched on me because then he blocked me later that day so we do um you know, these reviews in general aren't the most favorable, so no, that's no, true. But like he's got he's long, gotta have a burner. This right? is this is before like we were do, like this is I don't know a while ago. Uh I don't even know if you were on the show at that point that I did. Oh wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I literally just said good morning, Brett is better than Sean. That's that's all you gotta do. He's got uh, a burner. He's keeping he's keeping tabs, oh, I tell you. One hundred percent. I'd block me too if I were him, I'm not gonna lie. All right, let's do some of these puns. We got we got a bunch of them now. We got a bunch of these little car hey. and driving puns. All right, um, Nicholas Starhart has a bunch. Uh, Manami Toyota Camry Grimes. 
<laughs> Charlotte Road Flare. Like you know, when you shoot it, you make you make it make make light, and people can see you on the side of the road, like a road flare. Oh, I don't, I don't think I knew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, a road I flare. Know what you're talking about? Crash Holly. Oh, sad, but I'm fine. Cash eighteen Wheeler Yuda. <laughs> that's that's two. That's a portmanteau. Big rig. Diesel. Excellent. Mercedes Benz Money. Kerwin White Van. <laughs> um, on a more serious note, I love the on-screen friendship between Wesley and Mackenzie Mitchell. It's so genuine. Yeah, but he better watch out because that's Vic. That's Vic's gal. It's true. That's, that's that's like Vic's fiance. Or did they get married? Like Wesley, you got to be well, like West. Like Vic Joseph is like six foot nine. Like he will. He will break off his giant shoe, and you're a little behind, man. You got to watch Wesley out. Wesley is like the meet Norma's to Julie Cutler situation. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a little close for comfort. No, it is. It's nice to They're see. They're married. She, yeah, she's they, great. They, they met she's on the show, and they are indeed now married. Yeah, so yeah. got to watch out there, Wes. Um, meet Norma says, if you have enough money, you can buy a Mercedes. It's true. Um, Double pun. This and is one sentence. of my favorites now already. And here they go. Um, the Amish electrician says, um, Kyle O O O O'Reilly <laughs> Auto Parts. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> That's very good. Um, I had to uh, start a couple that weren't super chatted because they were just too good. And they are both from Louisville. Of course. Jay Switch Lanes White. Mm, Switch Lanes is very good. Do you want a taste of the title and registration? <laughs> yes, it's good. <laughs> Jambeard says NXT parking lots motto is drive if you want to survive if I let you. <laughs> Ricardo Very says Lozak Rider. Very good. Uh, Meet Norma says Blackpool Commuters Club <laughs> or Carpool Combat Club. Oh, yeah. I like that, mm. I think. But both I, like I like Blackpool Commuters Club because it's just so silly. Um, it keeps the letters the same. So Jim Beard says Alex Polkar Pulowski and K Car Kate. I'll take it. Been called worse. Um, Matthew Plus says Tucker. Fair enough. There you go, Tucker. I miss Tucker. Um, Me too. Uh, when LT Photo says Steering Wheeler Yuda. Very good. Wheeler's Chris really Pere just like asking to be thrown into this. Yeah. Chris Pereira says Toyota Alundra. <laughs> That's very good. Um, was it a Hyundai Alundra? I was just going to say, I think it's a Hyundai Alundra. A Hyundai but... Alundra. But yeah. oh yeah, it's fine. That's good. Jambeard right. says Bobby Fish was there for the invention of the car engine. That's true. Uh, Where's the lie? <laughs> I can't find it. It's electric mayhem has popped me so hard. <laughs> T-Electric Mayhem, this is so good. This might be one of my top ten puns that we've ever gotten. I don't know why this tickles me so much. This is very good. I'm looking at it now. Beep, beep, Bigelow. <laughs> There's another one that was a Bam Bam Bigelow pun that got you super hard, too. There's something about Bam Bam puns. It really, it really is, man. Bam, Bam Bam's already a fantastic name, and you can pun it so easily. Bam Bam Bigelow and is like so good. And, like, for who Bam Bam Bigelow was to have, like, beep, beep, it's just beep. 
Beep beep Bigelow. Beep beep Bigelow's great. <laughs> um, Jimmy Pringle, CM Trunk. CM Trunk. CM Trunk. Mm-hmm. Meet Norma says Trent Chevy Beretta. Also, <laughs> Suze Van. Just because. Of uh, course. Yep. Uh, Andrew Dotry, seven month member. Uh, Jar- Johnny Cargano. <laughs> Um and uh Meet Norma says Kia Soul, baby. Very I you could also do just a Kia Soul Ruka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you could. Good. Um G Bro says DeLorean Brown. <laughs> D-Lo is DeLorean. I like it. D DeLorean. That's what um, I was abbreviated for. Chris uh per- Pereira says my car has a 2.0 Lita engine. Double because you got 2.0 mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Lita. Very Lita, good. Lita, Very good. Lita, Lita, Lita. Uh, Ricardo says Ford Black Taurus Callahan <laughs> car pot car parts. That's good. Um, and Louisville says gasoline in my soul, unleaded form of petrol. <laughs> um, <laughs> big W on that. That's great. Um, <laughs> CO says, I am manual J turn Ferrari. I'm faster than you, and you know it. <laughs> I miss driving manual. Oh, she was a great car. Ricardo says, Chevy Malibu, Stacy Keebler. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jam, Jam Beard says, Manami Toyota. Very good. We got uh, one of those, but uh, a classic. Feeling feeling dreepy says wacky Harley races. I mean, just just basically just Harley race. Harley not... race, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jambeard says Biff Buick, <laughs> aka Oni Locar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Showtime, Carby Allen. That's very very simple, very but fun. very effective. Very clean. Just to clean very... up fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this is. Uh, we got a back to back to back. Banger after banger after banger. Here we go. Uh, Elijah Selby saw this earlier. Alba Tire. <laughs> Buick EO Skylark. And again, Kyle O O O O'Reilly. Auto, Auto parts. parts. Very good. Okay, we'll come back to more of those later. Um so was it just was it just me? Like I thought like the match that was supposed to have the most heat to it was Gigi versus JJ. Yeah. And Gigi got a um a, a jobber entrance and half yeah, the match was, was in yeah. picture in picture. Like she didn't kind of have one. Like they came back from commercial, she was already in the ring. Her mat her her music was finishing up, and then JC Jane got her full entrance and then they they went to picture in picture almost immediately. Like the commercials were really weirdly spaced out in this. In this, they episode. were the last one was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, but I never felt like it really got going. Mostly because like the picture in picture, I just can't. I can't watch picture in picture. Like it just like like my my ADHD is like there are commercials in a much bigger box. <laughs> I'm trying to not look at the commercials. But the audio is for the commercials, and I can't, and so I just have to turn away. I just can't do it. 
So, um, so it's really hard to like for me to. So it's true. No, that's yeah. I think I think that's most people. But I loved your swinging back and forth. <laughs> like the the little the, it's a little tiny picture picture and picture up here, and then over here is a much bigger one. And the big New Yorker pizza from Pizza Hut looked so good, and I want to order it, but the Pizza Hut in town got closed down after a fire in the kitchen, and I can't get it. But I really want the big New Yorker pizza. Oh, there's a much smaller box over here where there's action happening. Alex, sometimes when you have a teeny picture, it needs a little love, okay? Really, pictures of all sizes. I don't mean to picture shame at all, but sometimes mm -hmm. you just need a, a little extra something. You just need a little bit of help watching the match. You just need an enhanced performance of production in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and the best way to do that is with dick pills. You know, we care about that performance in wrestling, that main event performance, but maybe in the bedroom, you don't have the confidence to perform bluechew.com and the code fightful will help get you there. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know, it works, you know, it's that good stuff, but it works on your schedule or maybe when you're not even ready and you want to get there. You consult with the online physician. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. No awkward in-person meeting. And if approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But there will be nothing discreet about your package when you use BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. But you know what? How about free? Get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Get that main event performance. For all oh. your picture-in-picture -picture needs. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it just never felt like it kicked into that I, I hate you so much we have to fight each other thing for me. It just yeah. didn't... And this is another one of those ones where it's like they're gonna run it back a bunch. Right, right. So like they didn't want to do everything, but like you have to you have to lay the match out as though it is the end, even though you know it's not gonna be. And it felt like they didn't do anything in it. And then like they like it was a really cool like version of a crucifix bomb, but I've have we ever seen is that a Presley Kelly move? Because I've never seen Gigi Dolan hit it because Gigi, they never really had that. They weren't doing much of that in their tag matches. So um, uh, it's she she basically hit her with this crucifix bomb and pinned her. And then JC Jane beat her up after the match and then said, this isn't over. I just, I don't know, man. It probably didn't know. get into the gear that we were like hoping. Um it just felt like and picture felt and like picture did hurt it for sure. Like it, I mean, just like as I was like wanting to get it in there. Uh, if we didn't, we go segment by segment. If we missed your chat, uh, Louise will hop on it, just resend it with a bunch of asterisks because mm -hmm. I just double checked it. I don't think I saw it, but mm -hmm. uh, we will get your chat read. The puns are um, hard because it's like everything's right. off of each other. So, Alex, are you saying this match didn't ship into third gear? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, it didn't feel like it had the momentum, but you know, Shawn Michaels, that that door spot was like two weeks ago. He had a whole new tribute to himself that he had to book at the end of the show. So that's old news at this point. It was three weeks ago. Like his he's just, you know, he's Yeah, that's old that's old news. He's got so many more tribute spots so, to himself. So, so many other things he's gotta do. Um <laughs> uh chances, and I the, the answer is hundred percent. Carmelo Hayes rides a zip line down to the ring for his title match versus Braun Breaker at Send and Deliver. That should be a prop bet at DraftKings.com. Um, the, the, the final, the final uh, thing that happens in the storyline, uh, Roddy Strong is going to come back, by the way. I don't know if you guys know this, but he's going to come back and then he's going to get into a feud with uh, Julius Creed one-on-one. And at the end of the feud, uh, Julius Creed uh, is going to have to put him out for good. And so he's just going to say, I'm sorry, I love you. And he's going to hit him with the, with the, he's gonna, the, the, the unnecessary clothesline where like he knocks him down and then Roddy's going to be laying there like this, like, come on, come on. And Julius is going to be like, I'm sorry, I love you. And then hit him with a big clothesline. And then he's going to, in my like, head too, like, he looks like a, you know how Ric Flair, my friend at the Shiny Wizards podcast said he looked like a melted candle. Mm hmm. Like melted candle bleach bond hair, Roddy Strong is an insane thought, like chaotic. <laughs> Kishara, yes, we accept late humper chats for earlier segments. If so, I sent one in earlier. I don't know if you're waiting for the end to get to it. Yes, usually, if we've, if we've gone far enough past it, I bring it back around at the end and get all the trailers at the end, the, the stragglers. So I, I'll do it now, though, just for you because I love you, Kishara. Tony D has big Tetsuya Naito LIJ energy. Rule-breaking heel who still has the face quality of caring about his guys and might get over with the crowd. It's kind of what I said about strong style. It felt like I totally thing. agree. I totally agree. Uh, Norton was a good poll, though. That's like, that feels dead on to me. I mean, it's just because he's definitely not the same guy, but he's got that. I'm just going to herk you up and put you on your face. Kind of kind of energy to him that is that is that is very Scott Norton. Uh, there was a while ago that that something was going around where Scott Norton used to like do a stalling vertical suplex, <laughs> and then just do the walk away spot from his own vertical suplex, and the guy would just go whap and land on his back. And I was like, somebody's got to pick that up, and the perfect guy to do it is Will Hobbs. Like he'd be so good at like just holding the guy up there and then just go like walk away doing this as the goose goes right onto his back. I'm like, somebody show that to Will Hobbs, make him start doing that spot. Cause that would be so good. I will also nominate, uh, can I interest you in an Alex Hammerstone to do that? Cause he has a great stalling suplex. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Alex just said, I don't watch MLWK. That's what that was. <laughs> I mean, I would like it to be somebody on the program that I watch normally, but like, I do like, I do like Alex Hammerstone, what I've seen of him. And I think he would be a very good person to do that, but I want it to be Will Hobbs because I like Will Hobbs because I watch him every week. That's fair. Listen, this is just a stream of consciousness. If you have not realized this yet, I did a rant about how picture in picture makes me not pay attention to women's matches because I want a pizza. Listen, we're just we're just going here. We're just rolling with the punches, okay? Like that's not the part where we need the discipline, too. Like no, I don't know if no. you noticed, but like it's we got right. puns and songs, man. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, uh, Breaker comes out. This was not scheduled. 
What? What is this? Isn't on our rundown, says Vic Joseph. What's Broadbreaker doing out here? Um, and then he's like, Hey, no, I just wanted to. We should probably do this. And I was like, I thought we already did this. I literally thought the match had already been made. It's so funny to me, like that we've been, we've been, we've been told through various ways that obviously the match for Stand and Deliver is Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker, but we actually haven't done the. I challenge you to a match at this event segment, so we have to do it. As Even though everybody who pays attention to the show knows that's what the plan is, we still have to do the segment. Um, so they did the segment, and it was good. And Carmelo showed respect for Braun, and Braun showed respect for Carmelo, which does feel like the way Braun basically does most of his feuds now. So I want to see how this gets different. Like I, I, I want to see how this goes by the end. Uh, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yes, we did watch Roadblock. Um, this is a Roadblock review, as the thing says. Um, uh, yes. I, what I liked about this is this actually feels real. Like this yeah. feels like this is the match people have been waiting to yeah. see. These are the two people from the beginning who got chosen. Like right. in a world that is so gimmicky yeah. and. Over the, like we've got we gotta save the bar and a romance cheated on thing, but like this is how you make wrestling matches. Like this felt really authentic to me. Uh, Carmelo's so special. I hope that there's something that gets trick banned because these two guys just deserve to have the match that they're capable of, clean or close to clean, limited to no distractions, a good like. I would say what 15 to 17 minutes um, and just do, just do it right. Like, because everything that they said was true and it, it was really refreshing to have it set up like this because that's exactly it is like, and I loved Carmelo being like, I always watched your matches. Like if I went on first, I stay till the end to watch your matches. Like that stuff feels very real. I don't know if it is, might be, but like, I love that stuff where it's yeah. just like, yeah, you're the world champ and I'm doing the world champ things mm -hmm. is really, really fun. Mm -hmm. um, and this was a little bit different of a side of Carmelo too, because mm -hmm. it wasn't like, I'm so cocky. It was kind of like an all-star game. It was like your best, my best kind of thing, which I, I really, really like Carmelo is so special. I think this match legitimately will be great. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I really, really liked the way this got set up. And mm -hmm. at the same time, it's pretty fundamental. Like, this is how matches kind of should right. be. Right. I, I do like the, the <laughs> peek behind the curtain of, like, hey, so NXT is changing and you guys are going to be in charge. <clears throat> they brought us into a room and they told us together sitting there. And we looked at each other like, oh, hell, this is it's, it's starting now. I love, like, that it's not necessarily breaking kayfabe because you absolutely believe they would have told those guys that anyway. But um, that moment of going back to a time of innocence where nobody knew who the fuck Braun Breaker was. Like we, we, we knew Rick Steiner's kid had been signed. We had no idea. And, and that guy getting a major, major spot on the first episode, we already knew who Carmelo Hayes was. Cause he had, he had already won that breakout tournament. So like, you know, you knew who that guy was. He has, he was having matches with Adam Cole. Like we knew who Carmelo Hayes was. It was obvious that dude was the, the guy going forward. And then they they they've kept these guys apart for 18 months, and finally they get to have 
one match, considering how many feuds last way too long, they're probably just going to have these guys do one pay-per-view match and then Braun's going to get called up, right? Like, that's probably what they're going to do. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a... I don't know. I It was refreshing because it felt real, and it also felt like a little bit of a nod to developmental. Um, mm-hmm. Of like that's just is what it is like these two guys have been the the strong horses of the whole thing and um now they're gonna have a face-off and what's kind of cool is they didn't do this when it was like title for title this is just built on Carmelo Hayes's work which I I Mm. kind of like better in a way because it's it's for the one championship prize kind of and um I don't know there was there's something refreshing about being able to point to his legacy in this and um, that being like a, yeah, like the testament to his work is strong enough to stand the story they're telling. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, looking forward to that match and there, there let's see how this build goes. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad they're no longer leaning into the, everyone hates you now, Braun. What's up with that? Well, yeah, there was doing. a report those people were plants anyway, right? Yeah, but the, the 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 comments underneath that story were like, no, I go every week. We fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so so I mean I I mean I don't know. I don't know exactly who to believe, but like uh I, I do I uh, yeah, who knows? I'm not sure. Um uh Tyler Bate um uh, doing breathing exercise with big strong girl uh Thea Hale before um Joe Gacy uh has a match with Andre Chase. Uh Joe Gacy, as a, according to Luis, should be baby Brody King, not baby Bray Wyatt. Um uh I don't know. All I know is that these are easily my least favorite two acts in the entire company. And uh putting them together in a feud is, is a great way for me to go and wash dishes, which is I which I did during this match. So, no idea what happened. Uh, couldn't <laughs> couldn't possibly care less. Um, uh, the the Duke Hudson breaking away from from Chase U, great, good. <laughs> he was the only thing that had me at all invested, and now I get to go back to not caring about them at all. So that's nice. I mean, that's that's kind of the net outcome is that I think Duke Hudson doesn't want to be associated with a bunch of losers, and they keep mm-hmm. losing, which is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I I already said I kind of liked the thing beforehand. Like I'm, it just it was short. It worked for me. Um, this is this is it's tough with the schedule mm-hmm. stuff because I I really don't want to come on and crap on something every week. And mm-hmm. it's one thing when I can say it's it's not for me. It's not my taste. But when it just feels like there's nothing to really latch on to. Um, that gets tricky. That gets tricky because it it doesn't feel like it. Um, it just feels like it's not working in in a wrestling sense, and it's something that's not my taste. So it's like kind of double, doubly hard to invest in. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's not working, and I it's not a symptom of the people involved. Like we know what GYV can do. I've seen a lot of Joe Gacy's work, and he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rock's daughter was like yucking it up on Twitter. Like I loved that mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. not great. Um, 
love Duke Hudson though. Just he was just stuff when he was on the side today, like these little reactions. Um, his facial expressions are are so good. Uh, and I'm I'm hoping we get Tyler Bate and Duke Hudson at some point since sure she's doing yoga with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Hudson, yes, says uh, we're a bunch of uh, we're an institution of of losers. As opposed to institution of learning. So, all right. Uh, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire spooky promo. They're coming after the tag division, such as it is. They are not in a speaker anymore, Alex. There's, that's good. I'm glad that they've dropped that because that was really confusing and dumb. Uh, <laughs> Al- Alba Fire. Again, I just, I, I, I feel like it wasn't sufficiently explained. I'm sorry. Like well, she got she missed was, and then three weeks later, and then people. <laughs> later she decided to randomly switch sides. Um, yeah, sure, it's fine. It's they did. There were little things where she was kind of like turning, but it. If wrestling has told us anything, it's that's not how mist works. Evil mist yeah. works in a very specific way. That's not sports based. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um. It's kind of a uh, bummer because their final resolutions match was really good, and I wish they had just mm-hmm. moved on from it. Yeah, me too. But they were like, "No, now we're gonna put you put you guys together and make you make you both spooky." Um, why can't Alba Fire be on the main roster? Why can't she? Like, I mean, listen, uh, listen. Ev- everybody loves Lita and Trish, but you know what I'd love? Becky, and Piper Niven, and Alba Fire. <laughs> Versus Damage Katara. That's what I'd love. I know they're never going to do it, but that's that's my that's my thing. Like maybe after Lita and Trish go back into retirement, Becky's still going to need some more, more people to team with, and then they can do the thing that is staring them in the face. That would be really awesome. But no. Um, women's title match started at or actually after uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. Like they went, they went to one. they, like they went to to, to commercial, um, right after it started. Again, now now I now I got to struggle to like not pay attention to to Daryl from it the went office to full commercial and didn't even go to giant. The that's true. It went went full commercial, and so like okay, well stop Daryl from the office. Stop eating a giant pizza. You don't know what you're doing to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Because listen, the big New Yorker probably sucks now. 20 years ago when they first brought it out, it was awesome. And I'm, I'm not, I can't have it because they don't have the, the, my local Pizza Hut shut down. Listen, okay? This match was great, but I, I was so concerned because their usual the overrun is like, the, yes, beyond the pizza. Beyond the mat, beyond the pizza. So the usual run overrun is like six to eight minutes. And the match started at 10.01. And I was like, well, thanks for telling everybody that we're going to do Tiffany Stratton coming in and costing the, and ending the match, which now becomes a triple threat with Mako Satamora in there again. Uh, but I mean, like, they didn't do that because they did an, a real, like, every time they say, well, we're going to stick with this action as long as the match goes. I'm like, you know, you just have to say that because you decided to, to time out everything weird. But apparently they did the actual full match, which is good because the match was great. And uh, Roxanne Perez, the story of the match actually feeds perfectly into 
the post-match stuff. And if it wasn't Shawn Michaels booking his greatest hits, <laughs> it wouldn't feel so weird. Shawn, book <laughs> piano man. <laughs> yeah, it's a little... Basically, it's Shawn Michaels standing in front of Shawn Michaels, holding up a lighter and saying, play Freebird. Like, it's, I don't, I mean, I don't get it. Um, uh, but listen, the match was great because it showed that, that Roxanne, like, she's nowhere on the level of, of Mako Satamora in this match. She's just not. She's not. But you will have to kill her to take that title from her. Right. Um, and uh, she has more resilience than she possibly should. Mako Satamura a couple times was kind of thrown by that. Like, I don't want to have to kill you to take your title. I'll do it. So I'm, I, 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 and and there was a moment where it was like, she was hitting her with everything. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do after this. And then she got, uh, she tried for her giant axe kick again and got rolled up. Uh, it was a very good roll up. And I love their their moment afterwards of like coming together, raising her hand. And then she did the, the Shawn Michaels stumble and fall. Uh, and then everyone goes to go, Oh my God, is she dead? And it's, I don't know. It was, it was just, we, immediately I was like, this is, this is, this is the Shawn Michaels angle from 95. Like immediately, like if you know, it's Shawn booking it, like you see the similarity immediately and it becomes like, didn't he just do the barbershop scene? Yeah, he and, just he just did that. And we all at the same time clowned him for doing his own shit from 25 years ago on his own show that he books. And then two weeks later, he does the same thing with a different part of his career. It's so weird. So this one, um, the barbershop door, as it were, with with that one. I that was also to me felt like a bad creative decision to split them up yeah. like that. Yeah, it was. This I felt like actually to your what you just said like served the story very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find it funny that I'll give you a five select spoiler. They cut a, a segment yesterday from Raw for feeling too much like something that happened on AEW Revolution. I won't tell you what it is, but you can probably guess. But then they kept the oxygen mask spot, and I was like, "That's way more rare in wrestling to have an oxygen mask." And they had that as like a key focal point in the main event. Um, I did this. Um, yeah, Scooter. Uh, HBK collapsed mid-match with Owen Hart in the middle of a match with Owen Hart. He collapsed. It was part of the angle to uh, his concussions thing. Um, yeah, it was definitely, yeah, it was 95. It was, it was, I mean, the thing of it is, is that now we're a bunch of internet smarks who are like, well, this is an angle. Um, but in 95, it was was Owen, like it was Owen Hart. Let's get real too. Like this was not a throwaway match. Right. No, no, no. And, but in, in, in 95, there was still a lot of it still real to me, damn it's out there. And like, this was a... People were genuinely, people wrote letters. People were genuinely concerned. Oh my God, Shawn Michaels just had a brain aneurysm in the middle of the ring. Like it's, it's, yeah. And to his credit, he did a really good job with it. He did a great job selling it, but it was definitely an angle. And this is definitely an angle. And it's, it's, it's like somehow (laughs) she, somehow she retains, right? And then she collapses afterwards. And Mako Satamura is, is as concerned as anybody. 
because she has great respect for this young talent. And it's her that caused it. Like, repeated blows to the head caused this thing to happen to this young woman that she has a lot of respect for. So Mako Sanamore is playing this part perfectly. And there's it's all very dour and solemn. And the crowd goes, like, oh. And everyone, like, like the everyone... Crowd bit. The crowd, the crowd bit. totally bit on it. Which is, which is, like, I don't know. At home, immediately I was like, that's Shawn Michaels thing. Um, but I don't know if I was in the crowd if I would have, you know, immediately been like, especially with the difference that it was after and at home, there were two tells to me. One was Booker T medicine woman getting up made no sense. The second one was the cameras followed her all the way backstage. Right. Right. That's the biggest tell is if something was severely wrong. Oh no, they would, they would immediately cut. Cut. Yeah. If if this was actually a a, a real thing, they wouldn't want to show you that. Like, The, uh, uh, one of the brightest young stars in wrestling wrestled a match where she took yeah. so much repeated head trauma that she she collapsed afterwards. There's no way they would show anybody that shit. No. So yeah, that that's but that's, nor, but in, nor should but in, they if that were yeah. ever sadly the case. Um, the match I thought was great. Like I, not to like pick on someone who's no longer there, but like this to me was more productive than probably Mandy Rose's entire title reign as far as like what it meant to mm-hmm. women's wrestling. The story was built so perfectly. Those vignettes we saw either last week or two weeks ago, where this this was the story. Mika was pushing her beyond her limit in the dojo mm-hmm. scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of this came into play in the match, which is how wrestling's supposed to work. Like you're supposed to tell the story in the ring. It's great. That's mm-hmm. the beauty of wrestling. Um, and we saw so much of that. Mako said What do you even say? Like mm-hmm. the scorpion kick mm-hmm. was just bananas. Um, a rare instance where I really liked someone winning with the roll-up for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Roxanne had a great roll-up. The way she pinned her with her yeah. whole body weight yep. on her was great. And this feels like one of those situations where the roll up is like, this is my only shot to win. Like I yep. have to capitalize on the second. I didn't, I, she didn't beat Mako. She survived Mako. She survived Mako. Yeah. And that, in that case, the roll up is perfectly suitable. Um, really, really, really strong match. And I would have liked the post match if it wasn't in the Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels 95 playbook. And yeah. I wouldn't have even minded if we didn't, I mean, just, we didn't, the hadn't just gotten like, the barbershop just a minute ago. But this one is, I think, serves the story a whole lot better. Yeah, it was laid out in the story in these vignettes to kind of get to this point. Mm-hmm. It makes Roxanne look like a, I mean, just mm-hmm. um, literally laid everything out there type of competitor, which I think is good for her character. And there was actually like this really, because um, Roxanne's promos kind of in the backstages aren't necessarily like my her greatest strength in my opinion. But her in-ring storytelling is phenomenal. And the post-match before they even had the gimmick ending, which I thought mm-hmm. she did very well with too, it felt like a very sincere moment. Like, it felt like mm-hmm. Mako Satomura giving her the title. Like, her mm-hmm. reaction felt like um, she knew she was, like, just in the ring with a legend. Like, it, w- it mm-hmm. was really, really cool to see that moment for her because she, mm-hmm. like, you don't get as good as she is at, at that age without, like, working your absolute ass off. And I, I think... It, it felt very real. It felt like that moment meant so much to her. So I was mm-hmm. so glad they got that. And I think she did really well with the post-match. It's just Shawn Michaels 95. 
But this one is better. It serves the story better. It's a good creative decision. The barbershop window is even more noteworthy. And I feel like splitting up that team was not a good decision, though Gigi's uh, promo last week was fantastic. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. But this was funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, uh, yes. Um, Robert Lyle says, with Denny Hamlin's scare, that ending was poor taste. I, I wasn't aware of, of the Denny Hamlin thing. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's all, it, it always is a danger of being in poor taste, depending on who reacts to it in, in what way. You know what I mean? Like, how are you, what is the angle for? Like, what are we doing with the angle? Somebody's like, what, what if it's going to be like, uh, if, if this is like, they want to bring her up the main roster immediately, but they don't want to have to have her drop the title. Let's write her off with a terrible head injury, but she'll appear on the main roster. I don't, I feel like that's not going to be a thing. Um, I also, there's, um, Hamlin's okay for all intents and purposes. Yeah. yeah. So that I think it, if he wasn't okay from that, maybe that would right. be a little bit worse, but you, it, you also have to play in the world you're in. If it was the same night or something, I, I would absolutely mm-hmm. feel that way. But I, right. I feel like the fact that he's okay and this is a couple months later is a little bit, that's fine. Right. Um, uh, HBK put the oxygen mask on Roxy because of course he did. Of course he because did. yeah. Tom Valley says, so Braun's going to lose his title in a submission without tapping out, but someone telling the ref to ring the bell. Is that coming next? No, that's going to be Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller is going to is going to is going to lose in the Gargano escape and not tapping out because Sean is coming down and tells the tells the ref to ring the bell. <laughs> then Braun is going to lose to Carmelo. It's be fine, but then he's going to come out and he's going to give a promo where he says he lost his smile. And then Wesley and Vic Joseph are going to talk about having a lot of Mackenzie days. It's not going to make mm. any sense, but nope. it will also make sense. Right? Yeah, it will always make sense. Um. So, uh, Jambeard says, Matty Minus talking about being held lovingly. Just makes me think of him as a five-foot-tall dude being held by a six-foot-five Amazon woman. <laughs> you will have death by Snoo Snoo. Um, uh, Vince is in Mustache Mountain. <laughs> this, this, this is the this is this is the little thing, the the little the little uh, bullet point from from Luis. In my mind, VKM with dyed hair and a mustache was a disguise to not be recognized backstage, like a two year old playing hide and seek by covering their eyes. Yeah, or like one of those glasses with the mustache disguises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's just those. It's just the Groucho Marx mustache. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, Jambeard says, uh, non NXT sour chat. Can't wait to see Hollywood Soho with big, sexy Tony Storm and the bad girl Soraya and eventually macho madness, Thunder Rosa, big mama pump, Jade Cargill, eventually DD hater and, Sh- and, and Shingda. That's Sheeta. Um, thank you very much. It will be a lot of fun to have the new NWO, the new women's order. <laughs> All right, we guess I got some more puns, and then and then there's a jukebox, and then we got to go. Um, uh, Mr. Showtime says horse powerhouse Hobbs. Very good, John Johnny Johnny Silverado from Matt Gray Sky. Uh, Johnny Silver and, and uh, Reynolds are facing uh, Moxley and um, and uh, Claudio. Claudio, hell yeah, that'll be good. Uh, Electric Mayhem says Rick the Model T Martell. <laughs> that's very good this is this is rock the, this is rock rick the bottle bottle 
I love that. That's so good. Um, Jam Beard says Julie Oldsmobile Cutlass. <laughs> uh, Meet Norma says Maki E Toyota. Mother effers. <laughs> that was aggressive, but I'll take it. That's, that's what she says. She always says the mother effers. Uh, that's true. Uh, insert clever Tegan Knox pun says VW Tegan Knox. <laughs> layers. That had layers. Layers. Lord Kev says Minoru Suzuki sidekick. And then oh, says, uh, and nice. Then says, and then says show me and Kate the picture. I said this on select last night. It needs to be said in public. Mm-hmm. John Moxley. Mm-hmm. All the things that have made that mm-hmm. man bleed. Mm-hmm. Nothing would compare to this man's cheekbones, his no. jaw. Mm-mm. Glass. Mm-hmm. Glass. Look at this guy. Mm-hmm. Alex, this is just from the shoulders up, too. There's mm-hmm. a picture of him, like, shirtless yeah. with his je- He looks like a male model. He does. Look My at God. And now he's, he's like, a murder grandpa. Like, he looks like he looks like he looks like Danny Zuko in the in the Italian version of, of Greece. In Italian? Wow. The Italian? Italian version of no. Japanese. I don't know why there I said is. Italian. Uh Jester Des- Jester Designs says uh Tony D on the mind. Toyota Carmelary. I think he's trying to do um Toyota Camry, but how about Toyota Corolla? Toyota Carmella, right? Or better than Ty- Taya, mm, I was gonna try a Valkyrie thing, but no. Um, uh, uh, Chris Pereira says driving Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Mr. Showtime says Minoru Suzuki. Thank you. Yes, we got that one. Chris Lavalley says Chris Canyonero. Canyonero. Very good. Which is the car with four wheel drive? Smells like a steak and seats thirty five. Canyonero. <laughs> Uh, Larry B. Dupree says the honky tonk van. <laughs> uh, I love the simple ones. T. Electric Mayhem says, um, Harley Race. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, uh, CO says, um, Cody, Dustin, and Dusty Rhodes. Very fair. They're related. Um, yeah, it's true. They are. I don't know if you've heard that. Uh, Meet Norma says it's a new day. Woo! Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, she, Electric Mayhem, says Jesse the Body Shop Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> I'm so sad. Sorry. Scripps is on level up now. It's, it's just. It's no. It's yeah. It's it's uh, it's not right for him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, if you're going to start putting me in the punch, I'm going to have to start getting you a kickback from all these Scribs! super chats. Oh I'm God, just saying, listen, you. you're going to use my name and likeness. I, sh- I should get paid at least at least 20%. I got to talk to WWE about that. We have a whole thing worked out. If you're not getting it from them, yep. no, you no, know I how they are with their independent contracts. But Scripps, I, I got to ask, you've been mostly on Level Up. Did they tell you the wrong directions again like are you are you filming somewhere else the long, no, wrong logistics they, or they they told me that uh bell time was at 4 p.m which i felt like early to me but apparently yeah. that's because i'm just i'm on the level ups got it got it got it i just feel like sometimes they've been unclear with you it kind of feels like a conspiracy theory to me it does it's true you know um it's it, it, it well all those things with the you know 
the the moon landing and the Mars landing. It's all a giant, a giant conspiracy. All of them. Who was that that landed on Mars again? Uh, it was uh, it was uh, it was uh, Buzz Adrenaline in my soul, right? Right. One of them. And, yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was also uh, I don't know if you know about it, but Don, the Apollo thirteen mission. Everyone says it went it went up to the moon, but then came back. No, it went all the way to Mars, and then it came it came it came back. It was also it was uh, the 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 name of the guy who was uh, in charge of that mission. It was uh, Jim Lovellup. That's really, that's really accurate. I was gonna say that's really good, but of of course it is because uh, why wouldn't it be? Uh, how you feeling, scripts? We're we're on the roads to WrestleMania. What do you think so far? Um, well, listen, I I I don't know. I I feel real bad for that Sammy guy. Sure, I think we all do. I think we all I do. Feel really... I feel bad for you because you were supposed to be in the Royal Rumble, and that was a twenty nine man Rumble, and they told mm -hmm. you to go to the wrong place. Yeah, you think you're gonna true. be on uh on stand and deliver? Are you gonna be no, on the I'm gonna win I'm gonna win the king of the ring. Oh, you are you know what you um, have the pageantry for it. You have the bowels. I'm gonna win the king of the ring. They told they told me that I'm supposed to 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 fly to the Middle East, and so I I've bought my ticket for uh Kentucky, which is right in the middle of the east of this of this country. So that's where I'm gonna go uh to, to for the King of the Ring tournament. Uh just make Paducah, sure. Kentucky, beautiful Paducah. I would just, you know, just because there's been instances in the past, I would just double check all your logistics. I would just okay. recommend it. I'm not trying to mm -hmm. tell you how to live your life, all but right. there's been a couple of miscommunications, and I just want to make sure that you get your fair shot at the King of the Ring. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. I can't. I can't think of any other kind of Middle East. You know, because every there's zero, there's no way they'd actually be running shows in the actual Middle East. That, no. that would be crazy. What a terrible idea that would be. So it must be just the the middle of the east of this particular country, which is why I'm gonna I'm I'm buying a I Paducah. You know, there's there's not beaches in the traditional sense that they're off the ocean, but there's like be like man-made beaches and it's like the the sands of time are there you know what well, i mean basically I, I i i don't know but back in my day uh when you're talking about the east and the west of the country was the mississippi that kind of split everything in two so there's the east half of the country and the middle of that is paducah kentucky got it got so it. the well, middle of the east like i i i spent a lot of time thinking about it I mean, first of all, I thought maybe they mean Saudi Arabia, but of course, they, there's no way they'd be running a show like King of the Ring in Saudi Arabia. That would be that would be crazy. So they must be doing it in Paducah, Kentucky. It's much more, much more reasonable that they would be doing King of the Ring in Paducah, Kentucky than doing it in, I don't know, say Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, can you imagine? Anyway, I got to go. So I'll, okay. I'll talk to you next week. Check those travel arrangement scripts. We'd love it when you stop by. Oh, Alex, bad news. What's that? So Scripps was just here. Uh-huh. He he thinks Middle East, he's thinking like Middle Eastern United States. He he thinks it's Paducah, Kentucky. What? I know. I did that off screen, didn't I? I didn't want to spit on my I told him I I tried to warn him, like to check his, his travel arrangements, but you know how he is. Mm -hmm. He also told us about the Mars landing. Mm -hmm. so that was neat 
You missed a good yeah. one. I missed a good one. It's too bad. All right, let's. Uh, uh, Matt Grace guy says Mercedes Mercedes Benz Monet, Briscoe Automobile Boys. We would also accept Briscoe Pep Boys. They do Dem everything Pep for Boys. Dem Pep Boys. Um, all right, jukebox. Yeehaw. Got a, we got some of these. Let's do it. Cam Watson says, Mr. Alex, King of the Sour, might I request a rousing rendition of Pearl Jam's Even Flow performed by Gallus? You guys are the best. <laughs> Thanks. <sighs> Freezing. Racist hail upon a bit of concrete again. Oh, fire. Melee is then a little better set of days. Oh, yeah. Oh, again, hand up. Faces that he sees. I get it. Oh, yeah. And if I said dark green, he can't help even flow that's right like butterflies oh, he don't know so he chases them away oh someday yet he'll begin his life again life again life again kneeling looking through the paper i got no to read understands our way they're on his way oh see them stream far between oh yeah it's hard to shame hey I even flow. That's right, like butterflies oh yeah no he'll chase them away or something Thank you. That was excellent. That's like climbing up my list of impressions. <laughs> it's a really good one. Uh, Jam Beard says, thank you. Uh, <laughs> this is true. Uh, Lord Gav is saying, this is weirdly more legible than the actual song. It's true. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, Jam Beard says, Kate, please don't hate or block or try to kill me from my jukebox request, LOL. Jambeard says wants Tiffany to sing Jeff Jarrett's My World theme. I do want to do all I want to maim I want to maim you. Uh -huh. But I won't because I'm a professional <laughs> something. Bree woo, bree woo, bree woo, bree woo. This earth is not your place. The pale skin is on your face. If you step inside with me, you will see a king. He ain't dead. He's Jeff. Don't want to hear your big mouth talk. In my world, time to leave a mark. In my world, now in the cold, in the dark. My world, time to leave my mark. In my world, now in the cold, in the dark. I had a Tiffany epiphany. I get high, low pain. Welcome. <laughs> Hold on one second. I get high, low pain. Welcome to the most insane. Hold your lies and accusations. Don't mind you to your situations. My world, time to leave my mark. In my world, now in the cold and the dark. My world, time to leave my mark. In my world, now in the cold and the dark. My world, doodles. Man. Free woo, free woo. Just the way you said my world, like you were saying toodles, and that was uh very good. Um uh we got we actually we got we got some last week that I didn't see that were that were sent in via sour chats, which you're not supposed to do with this right now, but I I have to read them because they sent them. Um yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna complain at all. Michael Dammit says, uh oh, okay, while watching Mako Setamura versus Zoe Stark again last week, two things came to my pea-sized brain. One, I didn't love Roxanne on commentary, calling herself a prodigy. Yeah, that was odd. And two, I want to see Zoe and Eo versus Mako and Roxanne, please. Yes. No yeah, arguments Zoe, there. Zoe, Zoe and Eo would be a really great tag team. Again, like if they weren't doing comedy bits about how they 
one of them That's is Japanese true. and one of them is American. Just let them like do it again, you know. Um, uh, and then Dave Philly says, just want to thank you guys for helping me get through my finals this week. I recently decided to go back to school and the Sour Graps has been my go-to podcast when I need a break from my stress in life. That is so cool. A, going back to school, good for you. And B, that we get to be your break from stress in life. That Thank you. I really appreciate that it. That rules. I love messages like that. Um, uh, Feeling Creepy says, recommend degradation, forget the flick out of here, Citizen Kane. <laughs> because people say it's one of the greatest movies of all time, but anyone I personally ask about it says it's incredibly boring and that's it. It's a great movie. It's just, it is boring, but that's, it's, it's a great boring movie. That also just feels like a whole different podcast. That would be like yes, it really, it really destroys the classics, which would be very fun. Which would be fun. Um, Feeling creepy says NXT is developmental and should be sent and and should be sending up people who have developed. And Vic Joseph has developed recently well and should replace Corey slash Kevin. But the other guy, I get he's new to wrestling, but it's been a year and he's not fitting in and should be replaced. I would Vic Joseph on the main roster always feels like a, a good call to me. Obvious. Like yeah. that is yeah. more so than Kevin Patrick. <clears throat> and Dave Feely also says, uh, what makes the promo Gigi Dolan had last week work? Well, the package they did with Lacey Evans didn't. Well, A, um, if they turn around and use it to like make people hate Gigi Dolan. <laughs> Then that would definitely, definitely be the same thing that they would with Lazy Evans because they turn use it to turn it into a heel. Um, you don't, you don't feel bad enough for me. I had it really terrible. How dare you not feel really bad for me? It was a really bad thing they did with that. Um, also, I think a lot of it was the fact that Gigi did it in front of a live audience, as opposed to there were all those things with with Lacey were pre-taped, and they felt weirdly canned. Also. So. The first one that Lacey did, I was like, holy crap. Right. She's like really, really putting her story out yeah. there. And then they did it for five weeks. Yeah. And then they didn't know what to do with it. She was like a mm -hmm. face on Raw, but a heel on SmackDown. It was bad. Yep. Um, I won't go into too much detail, but right. I will yep. say the off-screen antics. Yep. Nope. Telling me to wake up work and win on top of that yeah. doesn't it's not something i connect to but no way. no not at all all right here we go <clears throat> um since this no, no, wait, oh yeah um we got two different people requested to sing gary newman's cars um <laughs> luis valerial and gbro said in separate chats wanting two very different people to sing gary newman's cars um well, ron Strowman and axiom so let's figure out um, how we're going to get this one. Here we go. Here in my car, I feel safest of all. I can lock on my doors. It's the only way to live in cars. Here in my car, I can only receive. I could listen to you. It keeps me stable for days in cars. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It's amazing because it's such a recognizable parody or melody, rather. Mm-hmm. And also, it just feels like Braun Strowman's never heard that song, but somebody signed him up at karaoke to sing it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> true. That's very true. Nobody requested the cars. No, that's true. Nobody did. That's, that's, that's good. Actually, you know what that should be? Double vest. Should sing <gasps> that. One. You're mm-hmm. right. It's true. Um, so did, here we go. Didn't uh, they do You're just what I needed to that was them, right? Mm-hmm. Underrated band, the cars. Justice oh, they're great. The oh, great. The the song Drive oh, by the Cars. That's good. one of the best, best rock ballads of all time. Oh, it's so haunting. Um uh Aaron H says, please have Tiffany sing Stacy's mom. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. <laughs> Normally she's such a daddy's girl. Stacy, can I come over after school? We can hang around by the pool. Did your mom get back from her business trip? Is she there or is she trying to give me the slip? You know, I'm not the little girl that I used to be. I'm all grown up now. Baby, can't you see? Stacy's mom has got it going on. She's all I want, and I've waited for so long. Stacy, can't you see? You're just not the girl for me. I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Stacy's mom. Toodles. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, so uh, Jambeard, I believe, wants uh, Jolene to be sung by Linder. No, nope, that was in- me. That was you? Oh God! Uh, wants 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 Linda to sing Jolene, uh, but sing Julie instead. Julie, 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 Julie! I'm begging of you, please don't take my man, me enormous. Julie, 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 Julie! Please don't take him just because you can't. Your beauty is beyond compare with flaming locks of auburn hair with ivory skin and eyes of emerald green. Your smile is like a breath of spring. Your voice is soft like summer rain and I cannot compete with you, Jolie. He he talks about you in his sleep and I, I, there's nothing I can do to keep from crying when he calls your name, Julie. And I can easily understand how you can easily take my man, but you don't know what he means to me, Julie. Julie. Julie, Julie, Julie. Yeah, I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Mostly Julie over and over again. And please don't take him just because you can. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. Uh, so, okay. Um, uh, Jambeard says, Papa Palowski to sing Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. Good song. <clears throat> We're doing all everything on our own. We we don't need any anything or anyone. If I lay here, if I if I just lay here, would you lie with me? Just forget the world. What? If I I don't I don't quite know how to say how I feel. Those three words just said too much. There's not enough. If I lay here, 
If I just lay here, what would you would you would you lie with me? Just forget the world, forget what we're told before we get too old. I'm too old. If you show me a garden that's bursting into life, let's waste time chasing cars around our heads. I need your grace to remind me to find my own. If I lay here, if I just lay here, would you lie with me? Just forget the world. What? Um, here we go. <coughs> uh, um, it, it, um, uh, yes. Uh, Tom LaValle says for yesterday, Nathan Fraser singing Jimmy Olsen's blues. Here we go. <coughs> Well, I don't think I can handle this. A cloudy day in Metropolis. I think I'll talk to my analyst. I got so bad for this little journalist, he drove me up the wall and threw the woof. A woof, roof, Lois and Clark on a telephone booth. I think I'm going hitting my brain. It's got so bad for little Miss Lois Lane. Lois Lane, please put me in your planner. Yeah, Lois Lane, you don't need no Superman. Come on downtown and stay with me tonight. Oh, I got a pocket full of kryptonite, I do. And Bob's your uncle. Um, good. Uh, <clears throat> um, so, uh, yes, uh, I've done those two now. Jim, okay, Tiffany, here we go. Jambeard says, since this super chat was missed from the Vince returning episode, Tiffany to sing Dolly Parton's new song, Rockin' in the Hall of Fame, from her Hall of Fame in- induction. And uh, as that you did, no, no, I was a quick, yeah, Jambier, we got to that. You guys did this sing the Julie Jolene song that night, whatever. That um, was my, that was my request. Yeah, it was his request. There we go. So here we go. So you're, you're rocking, apparently. Uh, Tiffany is saying Okay. <clears throat> I grew up loving Elvis and Wild Man Jerry Lee, Chuck Berry, Little Richard. They all cast a spell on me. Carl Perkins and those blue suede shoes. Had no place on the farm, but they was better than the brogans I was wearing around the barn. With the transistor radio my uncle bought for me, I danced and pranced around the smoky hills of Tennessee, singing Don't Be Cruel, Great Balls of Fire, and Be Good, Johnny B. I was just a child, but I went hog wild for the rhythm and the beat. I've been rocking, rocking, rocking since the day I was born. I'll be rocking till the day I'm gone. I've still got rock and roll down in my country soul, and I'll be rocking it till the cows come home. Toodles. T. Electric Mayhem wants Nathan Fraser singing C.W. McCall's Convoy. This is it. No more, no more requests, guys. We're done. Okay, we're done. But thank you. Here we go. <clears throat> Nathan Fraser singing Convoy. Yeah, Brooker one nine. This is Rubber Duck. You got a copy on me, Pig Pen? Come on. Oh yeah, ten four Pig Pen for sure, for sure. But golly, it's clean, clear the flag down. Come on, yeah, it's a big ten four there, Pig Pen. We definitely got the front door. Good buddy, mercy sakes alive. Looks like we've got us a convoy. It was dark of the moon on the sixth of June in a Kenworth pulling logs, cab of a Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy Holland hogs. We was heading for Bear on I one O, about a mile out Shaky Town. I says, Pigpen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. Because we got a little old convoy rocking through the night. Yeah, we got a little old convoy, ain't she a beautiful sight? 
Come on and join our convoy. Ain't nothing going to get in our way. We're going to roll this trucking convoy across the USA. We are convoy, convoy, and Bob's your uncle. Uh, and finally, 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 uh, Gallus to sing uh, Life is a Highway by Tom, Tom Cochran. Oh, it's like a road you travel on when there's one day here and the next day gone. Sometimes you bend, sometimes you stand. Sometimes you turn your back to the way and you I will outside every delicate door where you bows on hide you no more. And a brave or afraid liver sore. Arrival and arrive with me like this and sure. We'll break down the golden gate. There's not much time left today. My life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. You're going my way. I want to drive it all night long. Out all these cities and all the town. It's my mother and those all around. And thank you now and I love you then. There's a road in the hills from Mozambique to the old Memphis night. The Khyber Pass the Vancouver's lights lock me down, give me a black of You're in my blood. I'm not a lonely man. There's no rule I cannot hold. Life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. You're going my way. I want to drive it all night long. Yay. Yeah, I am understanding all of this. Yeah. Can be said about. Mm-hmm. 78% of the show, really. Mm-hmm. Right. That's honestly true. Um, thank you all for being so great. And um, yeah. <laughs> hey, we should plug? actually do plugs because we have we got. Oh, yeah, we do have actually actual plugs to, to make. Plugs. You plug. You plug. Plug. I need my Excalibur lung capacity for this one, but. <laughs> Tomorrow at the Mark Order Podcast, and on Thursday, I'm doing the ROH review by popular demand. Thank you guys so much for showing out the way you did. We're going to be doing an ROH into Impact on the same stream show. So you're going to get your ROH episode, me and Reg talking for an hour, 10 hour and 10. And then we're handing it off in the same instance to the wonderful Crest of the Star and the extremely mediocre Joel Pearl. Uh, (laughs) Love busting his chops. A really great post-show after ours, but we're going to try it out. See how that format goes. Um, Friday's AW Rampage and SmackDown post-show. Uh, and then for the first day off that I will have had since the previous Sunday, I ain't doing S-word on Saturday, but I will be returning to Excite Commentary on April 8th. And I'm going to be hand-selecting the champion's opponent because he's mm-hmm. a little punk-ass from Syracuse. And he's not coming to my hometown. And talking all that s, Mm-mm. so keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow night, I'll be on the AEW post show with Sean. Um, and then what about Friday? And then Friday, um, on uh, at, at noon Eastern, we'll be reviewing uh, the ridiculous movie Nothing But Trouble, the impossible to believe it exists movie Nothing But Trouble, especially since that movie stars Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, and John Candy more um it is impossible movies such as movies should exist um and yet it does and it will be a lot of fun for us to review it at noon eastern on know the know your news channel on our show get the flick out of here uh so that'll be a lot of fun also that night uh rampage watch along um at uh, 10 p.m eastern on fightful select while i also review uh smackdown so that. And if you want to send in chats about that movie or any other movie, you can send in chats at kynchats.com. Mm-hmm. But we'll be doing it live at noon Eastern, like you said. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. 
we'll 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 yeah so yeah hang out with us whenever we're around which is more often than we probably should be <laughs> <laughs> ah, in honor of tony d getting the victory tonight keep cool gabagools toodles swimsuit check sunscreen check phone charger check don't forget to pack the five hour energy it fits great in a pocket or carry-on and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything now get 20 percent off when you use code 5he travel at 5hourenergy.com expires april 30th one time use only not valid with other discounts remember visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5he travel to save 20 percent